Welcome back to Two and a Half Chicks. On today's episode, get ready to unravel the truth behind the glitz and glamour of celebrity culture as we discuss the psychological impacts of the multi-billion dollar gossip industry. We cover how celebrities navigate personal struggles and maintain public image amid scandals and controversies. We expose the logic behind infidelity, shattering the superficial belief of it being only about physical allure. We discuss society's obsession with celebrity gossip and how it influences our daily media consumption. We remind people that it's perfectly fine to be ordinary. It's unnecessary to strive for celebrity status or perfection. Join us for all this and more as we dish about recent celebrities' news stories while sliding in our opinions to entertain, educate, and challenge your perspective on celebrity culture and beyond. Welcome back to Two and a Half Chicks. It's me, Tess, and Monica, and Brian. Hey! Hello! And today we have a topic where we are going to be discussing uh, about celebrity gossip. And I am going to kick it over to Monica to get us started today. So this idea came about because Brian and I were talking, and Demetrius brought it up in our chat about recently Natalie Portman was separated from her husband because of his infidelity and alleged uh, alleged, <laughs> alleged infidelity and brian in the chat said if i was married to natalie portman i don't think i would ever cheat on her right right I so did say that. we were talking about how it's interesting about celebrity gossip which is a huge business there are a lot of people who don't care about it a lot of people don't don't pay attention to it but it's a multi-billion dollar business with the magazines, with the online sites, with people. You know, we, we talked about how people love to idealize their celebrities and, and think they're all that. But they're really just real people. And yet people love to read the dirt about them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the old saying, right? For every supermodel out there, there's a guy willing to cheat on her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took a second, right? <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Well, you're saying that just because men are like never faithful or like what was? I, I think it, I think it, it just goes, it's like, it doesn't matter what they look like. There's like Monica said, they're just normal people. Like when you spend enough time with someone and you don't see them as the celebrity, they're just the yeah. everyday person in your life. You know, you look for interest in somebody else. And they don't always look the way they do in front of the camera either. Right. You know, in their regular No, life. because it's all yeah. about the lighting and the makeup and the procedures. Yeah. Well, it's funny because before we started, I had mentioned to Demetrius that cheating is almost always not about looks. Right. Yeah. You're looking for something else. You're not sure what you're looking for and you keep looking, you keep mm-hmm. looking. It does pay to cheat up though. You don't want to cheat down. <laughs> He's like, it's got to be worth it. Right? It's got to be worth it. Right. Cause if you get, you know, you cheat, you got to, if you get someone pregnant and you're going to be with that person the rest of your life or at least be around them, you might as well want to look at them, you know? <laughs> That makes sense, right, D? It's definitely a logic to it. I don't <laughs> like it, but I get it. Yeah. I mean, people, but I still go back to, I still maintain that people cheat for so many different reasons. I mean, it could be an attention thing. It could be they're not getting what they need thing. It could be just that they're not a good person thing. It could be so many things. Well, I feel like I am the expert on the cheat here. So I could tell you why I did it. At least this is why I felt like I was doing it. First of all, you're just insecure. And... You don't know how to accept compliments. You know how to do this. You know, it, it just snowballs and you wind up looking for something because you feel like no matter what you have now, it's not going to work out in the long term. So you keep your options open. And that's what I used to do. I was constantly keeping my options open. 
you know, I'd like to blame it on my penis and being young and just being horny and all this other stuff. But it went way beyond that. And it didn't, I didn't realize it until I got older. And as guys get older, you want, you know, and I'm sure women are the same way. We want to feel like we still got it. So any yeah. little ounce of attention we get, you know, we're, we're going to lean towards that. Yeah, I've heard men say that. I also think celebrities, especially actors, and probably even reality stars, because they're on TV all the time, because they have everyone catering to them all the time about how they look and, and how they look is everything, they develop a form of narcissist or they're just narcissists mm -hmm. to begin with. And then it's all about them. And in a relationship, you know, it's not always, you know, peaches and cream, mm -hmm. not always great. You know, passion will always die down. I always have the feeling of like, when you look at these celebrities, I feel like regardless of if, whether it's he or she, you know, cheating on you know, the other one, it doesn't matter what it is. I feel like you hit the nail on the head, Monica. They're so narcissistic. The person that gets cheated on uses it as a yarn to spin for their benefit. They, you know, they want the sympathy, you know, like bad publicity, any publicity, good or bad is still publicity, right? So I feel mm -hmm. like they don't even really care. Now, I could be completely wrong. And they manipulate the celebrity ecosystem or, or business as, you, you know, whatever you want to call it. I mean, more than half the time, they're the ones that call the paparazzi. That's probably true. You'd see all these celebrities that get photographed in like, not no offense to, to like Idaho or something like that, but. It's not like the paparazzi are just hanging out in Idaho or, or even just a little small town in New Jersey. That most of the time, it's the celebrities who call the publications or special paparazzi agencies and tell them, hey, you can get special shots of me and so-and-so. But I don't think it's them, Monica. I don't think it's the celebrities themselves. I think it's their, their publicists or their... Yeah, but the publicists but work in tangent with the celebrities. I think the publicists work in tangent with the like the tmz's and the mm -hmm. national inquirers mm -hmm. but don't you think that those there's a lot of competition amongst those kinds of magazines and those people are just really aggressive because they want to get the story they can be depending yeah. on which celebrity it is for you know there's like a tier with the celebrities right like anything uh i'm trying to think who is the when when jolie and pitt were mm -hmm. together that was a hot score so, yeah, they were being followed everywhere. Uh, but like somebody who is like a B level actor somewhere in Rhode Island saying they're in a new relationship, I doubt the paparazzi are really following them. It's the stuff people are interested in. I agree. And I think it's hysterical how fast it disappears. Mm hmm. But you said it, Brian. The American consumer has a very short memory, short memory, short attention span. But so it's, it's a, it sells. I mean, all these oh, websites, yeah. it does sell. TMZ, you name it. So when we had the conversation, we talked about the celebrities and how we idealize them. But the more I started to think about it, the more I changed my thought of what we could talk about. So I was telling you guys earlier, what I did was I went on like uh, just just Google and I Googled like um, the, uh, the latest celebrity gossip. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing what you come across. So the first thing I came across was, um, I don't know if I'm saying the name right, Riley Kehoe. This is Elvis Presley's granddaughter. I think it's Cuff, right? She was that girl that was in the, was that Daisy? That mm -hmm. movie on, right? The, the, I haven't seen that show, but I heard the show was good. It's pretty good, right. So it was funny because I wouldn't, I didn't know this person from Adam. I had no clue that this was Elvis's granddaughter, right? And what it said was that she and her husband decided to 
finally released the name of their daughter 12 months after the kid was born. So I'm thinking to myself, wow, you have like this, such a narcissistic brain to withhold your child's name. And like I said, um, this is just what I read briefly. Maybe people did know it. Maybe she didn't have a name for the kid. Maybe she called, it was just kid for, for nine or 10 months and then finally decided, well, they, they decided on Tupelo. The kid's name is Tupelo. <laughs> <laughs> Did they withhold it because they're narcissistic or because they're trying to protect themselves? I don't know. But Brian, those type of headlines generate clicks. There but is a like, huge audience that loves to read that shit. I, I agree with you. But they named the kid Tupelo Storm Smith Peterson. Like, Oh, my God. And they broke it down. They even broke it down. They're like Tupelo because that's where Elvis was from Tupelo, right? That's the city he was born in or something like that, right? And Storm was the middle name of this person's dead brother. So his name was like Benjamin Storm. So they named her Tupelo Storm Smith Peterson. And it took 12 months to come out to the public. And the fact that like people wanted to know that or cared to know that shocks me. I understand people look at TikTok and they look at Instagram and they look at whatever it is they look but at, they right? But they will click on that story. And I and I don't mean to be sexist, but it will mostly be moms and women. Yeah, which brings me to the second one I saw. Which brings me to the second one I saw. Hillary Duff. It said, Hillary Duff opens up on parenting. I'm a really fun mom. I'm like, no, fuck, you're a really fun mom. The majority of the customers who do these clicks are moms. Right. But because they're trying to live vicariously through these celebrities, and they also mm-hmm. think that... I mean, a celebrity mom has a lot of help, depending on well, the rate, you know, range of their celebrity. Yeah, You're absolutely right. He says, I'm a really fun mom. It's a lot of work with three kids. That's why we have nannies. Right. <laughs> Not God. nanny. Nannies. Nannies. Yeah. So, like, these people that are going on here, looking up these sites, reading those magazines, are looking up to these people. How can I be more fun? Well, you could make more money and get more nannies. That's how you could be a f- more fun mom. The kids really need a fun mom anyway. Exactly. Right? Is that what they do? You don't need a fun mom. You need no. someone to smack you around and say, do the right thing. And that's another thing. Does the nanny discipline the kids? Or does the kid do something wrong and wait for Hillary to come home and say, well, mm-hmm. you want to discipline her now or later? You know? <laughs> and they've celebrities have learned how to be really good at hiding their flaws, especially flaws in marriage. Because you'll, you'll see like couples where like a week, you know, one week they're like all happy at some kind of premiere and laughing and, 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 and complimenting each other on Instagram. And then the next week it's like, oh, we're getting divorced. And then it's like, please respect the privacy of our family. <laughs> yes. Now you care about the privacy of your family, but you didn't <laughs> care about it when you were like flaunting all your shit before. Right. Yeah. And the, the next one I, I popped up. Right. And these are all listed as recent. Right. The mm. next one kind of shocked me a little bit. It was about Tori Spelling. I didn't even know this person was still relevant. Oh, Is she relevant? I, I, I don't know. She tries to be. Like I said, sometimes they try their best to keep themselves in the news cycle. But it was, this was bad, right? We said, though, no, any publicity is, is good, right? It said, uh, Tori Spelling was with her five kids spotted at an RV park for like the last month because they have money issues caused by her ex, Dean McDermott, uh, and her spending habits. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, geez, Tori Spelling is now in an RV park. Oh my God. See, this is the gossip now, Brian. That's what I'm saying, right? It might not even be true. Exactly. It might not be true. Yes, it may not be true. <laughs> no. 
And that's what I'm saying. It, but, is see, this, this... but the reaction I was thinking was like, wait a minute. This woman is the heir of like a huge fortune mm-hmm. to the spelling fortune. And she's in harm. So see, this is the kind of stuff that how the, people think. Yeah. But the thing I thought when I first read it is who pissed off the person <laughs> in charge of the magazine that said, okay, you're responsible for going to find out about Tori Spelling. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> get anybody good. They got this most, this irrelevant person from the nineties. Yeah. So that, that was one. And then I saw, I did see a sad one with Sandra Bullock and her boyfriend, uh, Brian Randell. He was it was a partner? They said partner. They partner. Her, it was a romantic partner or a business mm-hmm. partner? I didn't it was know. a boyfriend. He was a, he was a business boyfriend. A romantic okay. partner. Mm-hmm. Did she break up with him? No, he died. <gasps> he died at 57 from uh, like ALS. Uh, he had yeah. uh, Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah, she's been with him for a while too. I think. I, I want to. Well, I gotta say, I didn't read it too in depth, but I thought it was. I I, I want to say uh, maybe the battle was three years of his of his ailment, but it could have been longer. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but I saw the picture of him. I was like, man, I feel bad for it. that dude. Was a good looking dude. Mm-hmm. I've seen he probably pictures was of him just too. as nice as he was good looking. Yeah, probably. I don't know much about. It, but like we I don't said, know, I have right? no idea who I these mean, people are. True. But like true. that was one of the things I saw. So that was in the top gossip. And then one of the things I saw, and I know I'm taking up a lot of this, so I apologize. No, that's fine. This is up. the celebrity gossip episode. So let's go yeah. over. So the next one, Monica, I thought about you right away because it was that one kid that died from uh, euphoria, that <gasps> Angus I Angus know. Cloud. What did he die from? Does anybody know? No, they they didn't release what he died well, from. They just said he, was he died. Super young. They said he was, was drugs. Twenty five. This is going to sound really bad, but the mom immediately jumped onto like the social media and said, "We just want everybody to know." That it, you know, it wasn't a suicide. He, you know, he talked to me. He wanted to take care of his family and me financially and all this other stuff. So it almost makes me, cause this is how I think, right? It makes me think that she jumped on there to protect herself because if there is an insurance claim out there and this person committed suicide, she doesn't get anything. So like she made it really quick to jump on social media to talk about how financially he wanted to take care of her family and her. You know, and this was an accidental, unfortunate event. But my brain turned to, oh, Jesus, even the parents are narcissistic and, you know, like crazy about this. They're, they're poor but kids. But see, it's a whole, it's a whole business though. I mean, because if, if they, what they sell is dependent on the public liking them, yeah. right? The public consumes what they like. So if the public turns against them, they have no more source of income. They have to go get a regular job. Right. They don't have this fashionable job anymore. Not whatever you want to call it, you know, sensational job. So they have to keep ahead of these stories or react to these stories and quell them because if they don't, it affects their source of income. It could affect their livelihood. I agree. So I, I like the way my brain was working because I don't like any of these celebrities. Like mm-hmm. you look at all the horror stories, right? With Lindsay Lohan and... Mm-hmm. With, um, what was her name? Toxic singer. <laughs> You're toxic. Um, Britney, Britney Spears, Spears, right? With her parents. <laughs> like, this is a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, who knows what this, you know, what their relationship was like. Apparently, the kid's father passed away not too long ago, and he was, like, heartbroken over it. Oh, you're still talking about the Euphoria star? Yeah, the Euphoria guy, right? So okay. that's what I'm saying. We don't know what his mom was thinking, like, when she sent that social media post that, is it an embarrassing thing to think that your kid may have overdosed? Or is it an embarrassing thing to think that maybe your kid killed themselves? I don't know. Are you just trying to protect his name or your family name? Like, what do you do? What's the point of that? Probably everything. 
all of the above. Mm. It makes a difference, I think, because it, it will affect how people treat you when you walk into a room, when you try to look for business. The public is very judgmental. As a whole, yeah, the yeah. public is very judgmental. We've heard many cases where somebody famous or whoever could be accused of something in the public you know, sphere, right? Mm-hmm. And the public will react to them. They could be really mean. They could receive threats. They could yeah. be turned away from businesses, whatever. You know, their whole life could be turned around. And the public has no idea what people are going to react like. It's all a crap shit. Right. So they don't know what's going to go over well and what's not. Some stuff's predictable, some isn't, you know. That's very true. I don't think, I mean, some celebrities, it's just ridiculous how much they're always in the news with bad news. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's very easy navigating that as a no. celebrity. Like navigating... The fact that you don't have any privacy anymore and everything you do is in the limelight. I think it's got to be really hard. But it's not a secret. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to know what you're getting into. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. Okay, so you do in theory, but you don't really get it until you're in it, I'm sure. But, I mean, you have you know years and years of celebrities basically saying, this ruined my life. Like, this is, there's no rest. It, there's, right? You have a, a background of people that tell you how horrible this is. Unless you're living under yes. a rock. Right. right? <laughs> but that's I mean, the narcissism right there, Brian, because it's like, it's like a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde sort of thing happening, right? The, the good part is they get all that adulation and love from fans and supposedly support from fans, right? And they get recognized. They, they walk into a room and people treat them special, uh, or, or they're walking down the street and people are begging for their, you know, autograph. They get that feeling of specialness, you know, mm-hmm. feeds their narcissistic tendencies, but, the the bad part is that their lives are now no longer really their own. And they complain about that. So it's almost like they love the fact that they get all this adulation, but they hate the fact that their privacy is gone. And you can't have it. You, you yeah, It is you what it is. Once you become famous, that's it. Yeah. And you got to take the good with the bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you, you, the smallest little thing will sink a celebrity ship. I'm mm-hmm. not saying it was a small thing, but Will Smith walked up on stage and smacked some dude in the face, mm-hmm. right? And everybody got mad at him and couldn't stand him. And now, like, I guess they're coming out with Legend 2. Because they have these ty- these people who work, who know how to work the public opinion. And they mm-hmm. it's their whole job. Like, oh, right now you're going to stay quiet. No posting on social media. Mm-hmm. So you go away and people sort of miss you and they kind of forget about it. And then later on. We're going to like release a story or, you know, a few posts here and there of you doing happy things, you know, doing nice things or helping somebody so that you can build your image back up and your humility, but you look humble. And then, and then we'll go full force when you need to release a certain movie. Yeah. It's a process. I agree. Sure. They have books on it. Right. So I can't wait for I Am Legend 2 to come out because the first one was amazing. Mm -hmm. You know? I don't know what to expect, but it, I feel like, but I don't care now, like, cause I'm one of the people, I don't care that he slapped Chris Rock. You know, like, I'm over it. Was it wrong? Absolutely. Should he have done it? No, absolutely not. You know, Chris. But, but, Rock, but, but Will Smith is a special category. He's what you, a lot of people would consider a movie star. Yeah. He was an elite, right? Mm-hmm, he's an elite. But he got ostracized for a, for a period of time. Mm-hmm. And silence is like their best friend, right? Being silent mm-hmm, is their best mm-hmm. friend. And he was, he did. Cause I follow him on Instagram. Right. And he and it, went quiet for a while. It gives mm-hmm. the uh, the public the idea of remorse, right? Uh-huh. And, and, and humility. Exactly. But he could have been out doing anything he wanted, like and having mm-hmm. fun and, and being a, a complete ass. Nobody would have, you know, nobody would have cared. And, you know, all these celebrities that get caught in, in, in stuff, there are a lot of celebrities out there that keep your, their shit locked down. Yeah. Like, how many pap shots do you see of Tom Cruise? No. <laughs> 
Tom Cruise knows how to keep his shit locked down. Uh, very few. There are some celebrities out there that are very famous, and you don't see and you don't see them anywhere. You don't hear any stories about them or anything. How do they do that? Yeah, that's a great question. They just know how to do it. You can do it. They're so rich, they have a private island right, right. on, or like no. I think they just have enough money that they, when they walk through airports, they get special entrances, or they are, yeah, yeah they or they the make debts. sure that there are no photographers anywhere. Nobody's taking pictures. Good security. Or if somebody takes a picture and they see it, they pay the person off. Like, here, give me your picture, delete it, and I'll give you this money and just right. go away. But some people want the they want the photo more than they want the money because they want to be able to be the one releasing it. You know, if it's a very sensational picture, yeah. Like um, a few years ago, many years ago, actually. Remember uh, Twilight? Yep. Remember the couple, uh, Robert Pattinson and, and uh, what was it? Kristen Stewart? They were a huge heat score for of all the... You know, those people that follow Twilight around that age group. So they were a couple for quite a few years. She was caught cheating on him with her, the director of uh, her movie. What was that? The, the, what was that movie? Allegedly. No, it was not allegedly. <laughs> I just like Whoa. saying it. <laughs> There's no allegedly here because videos were, pre- there were pictures and videos that were That's pretty, right. pretty damning that she was in fact cheating on him. Um, <laughs> unless they like superimpose their picture on the pictures. I don't know. What was the movie? Uh, the, the Snow White? When she made Snow White? Remember she made like kind of like a warrior Snow White movie series? I think it's The Huntsman. The Huntsman. There you go. The director. Mm. They found, uh, they found she and him and the director, who was married, by the way, with kids making out in the middle of a park. That's not cheating. <laughs> Eating ain't cheating. Kissing ain't cheating. Yes, it is. Right. Yeah. Okay, Brian. <laughs> When that happened, I would bet all my money that she tried very hard to get those pictures not to come out. Yeah. But like you said, Brian, in that case, those pictures were worth more than whatever she could pay them. And oh, the pictures did get out. But that director was young, right? He was a young guy. Uh-uh. He was not. I just put up the director of The Huntsman and, I mean, I don't know which one He was not younger is. than her. Is this not the guy? Oh, yeah, that is the guy. He's pretty young, so I can understand that. But he wasn't younger than her. He was older than her at the time. At the time, she was in her early 20s. I'll tell you what, she's smoking hot in this picture, too. Well, look up the pictures of her and him when they caught them. I'm pretty sure they're still out there somewhere. I will. I'll check them out. But she was still with Rob Pattinson at the time. Well, he doesn't seem to be such a manly man. I think that whole Batman (laughs) facade kind of pumped him up, but he doesn't seem so... Come on, let's face it. Oh my God, you're going to get all the Robert Pattinson fans coming out. Well, you know, let's face it. Look, 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 I don't like the Batmans. Let's face it. Everybody has their favorites and whatnot. But I mean, look at the Christian Bale and like, you know, compared to him, right? I Come liked on. him as Batman. Uh, no, he did a great job. He did. Okay. He did a wonderful job. I'm not disputing that. But outside of the costume, he did some skinny little guy. <laughs> not really like Batman, right? You know, like. Come on, he Monica. didn't look like a Batman. That's why he was emo right. Batman. That's why he was a glistening <laughs> vampire. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Spark. No, Brian. Sparkling. Sparkling vamp- vampire. You know, vampire. So wait, let me let me flip up another one that I found. Are you ready? So this is one I read. I don't even know who these people are, but it was part of the gossip train that I read, and I just thought, wow, right? So there's a guy named Tory Lance. He's a Canadian rapper. Because I didn't realize that Canada had rappers. I think it's Lanez. It's Lanez, right? Lanes. Lanes? Oh, it's Lanes. Lanes. Thank you. So I didn't know Canada had rappers. They didn't know it was such a hard life up there that they... Who do you think Drake was? Uh, Drake. Drake, Drake? is a ra- 
Oh, oh my god. Goodness. You raced that. I even know Drake. No. I don't know who's Drake. Is Drake the one that cries all the time? Like, is he just singing all the sappy stuff? No, he's a rapper. He's not a singer. Oh, okay. Okay. I just want to, uh, now I'm going to have to look now up. Now I some. have to figure out who the crier is. So anyway, I, he, he, apparently he was in this car with this other rapper, um, Megan Pete, or AKA Megan the, what? The, uh, the stallion. The stallion. The stallion. All right. Mm-hmm. So he's driving in the car with her and he, his gun goes off and shoots her in the foot. Did anybody hear this? Cause yes, uh, it's a big oh. story in like the, yeah. uh, hip hop community and the, uh, the fan base with hip hop. It's, it's, it's almost like there's actually sides in that story. There are a lot of people who are against Maggie Thee Stallion and are taking his side. And then there are a lot of people who are taking her side. It's funny because how do you take the side of the person who's driving around in the car with an unregistered loaded firearm and she gets shot in the foot? How do you take his side? It just seems weird to me. I don't care what you're beefing about. If you and me are arguing on the boat, I'm not going to stab you in the foot with a harpoon. You know, like, come on, Monica. Like, this is ridiculous. This guy was up for 20 years in prison. He wound up getting 10 years and he's mad about it. Yeah. You had an illegal firearm. Because he, but he. You shot somebody. He shot her uh, on purpose, so. Oh, I didn't know if it was purpose or not. But that's even worse. It was on purpose, according to the evidence in the case. Allegedly. No, not allegedly, according to what was proven in the case. At this point, it's not allegedly anymore. It's what was proven in the in the case. But the, the guy gets 10 years and actually has the audacity to say to the judge, don't ruin my life. <laughs> you just shot somebody. I don't know. But this but this is the type of stuff that's that's big. And I agree. But this is the type it of was stuff all, that... I mean, I went on to uh, the Twitter app today and it was like, this was like all along my feed about the fact that he got 10 years. And people, a lot of people were upset. Because they think, like, she ruined his life. He ruined his own life. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's wrong with people. Well, there's no accountability. That's true. Like, everyone mm-hmm. thinks they're... Yeah. But I... I yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to read off the last one that I wrote down. And this was my absolute favorite. And it actually disturbed me at the same time. Okay, so... I don't know who this person is. <laughs> but Lizzo... Mm-hmm. Okay, Lizzo pressured her crew to eat bananas out of a sex worker's coochie in Amsterdam. And said, like, if you don't do this, you're fired. Like, did you read this, Demetrius, too? Yeah. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. No, I don't hear any of this stuff, but. I, I mean, I had heard about the allegations against Lizzo from people who used to work for her saying that she created a very toxic environment to work in. And that she was actually body shaming her workers. They were too skinny? No, they were too big. Have you seen her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, of course, this is now allegedly because it's not been proven in court or anything. But yeah, right. there's, I think three people have come out saying that this is true. Uh, I don't know about the banana, Brian. I, this is the first I've heard oh, of that. I don't, I don't either. Like I said, this is yeah, just stuff I'm reading. But and I, and I just... read it. I thought Crazy. to myself, I'm not going to lie. Part of me was like, that'd be someone I'd want to work for. <laughs> <laughs> someone that's going to take me to Amsterdam and, you know, make me eat a banana. As long as, you know, I could pull it out and peel it and eat it. But I'd be like, man, that's a good time. That's <laughs> I think it was the no choice part that makes it not a good time. Right. It also makes me wonder about celebrities like 
when they when they engage in these things that they know later on are going to reflect negatively on them, why do they do it? Do they really think this stuff doesn't come out? Everything comes out nowadays. Monica, this is I don't know how old this person is, but something tells me she's in the age group of people that have been coddled their whole lives and don't have any consequences to their actions. I don't know if she's Gen Z. She's I don't know what she is. She is kind of young. Mm-hmm. But it, that was the one I read, and I was like, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to actually stop looking at the gossip right now. 35. <laughs> She's 35. Okay. So that Ooh. puts her in that range of um, in self-entitlement. That's, yeah, this millennial right there. So it's just it just boggles my mind, all the stuff that people find. But I understand the point. You make a great point by saying, like, with the Elvis's granddaughter and Hillary Duff, yes, women are the ones want to read about parenting, right? Women with mm-hmm. kids, for the most part. Oh, look. Let's see how they have it. How can I get better? I kind of get those. But like the shooting somebody in the foot and making your workers perform sexual acts. It, it, I was just like, I got, I got to stop reading this. This is why I don't watch the news. Yeah, I It's disturbing. Yes. And this is just celebrity gossip. Well, it's it's not. That's not gossip. Gossip is it may, may be true. It may not be true. Mm-hmm. Gossip know? is Natalie like Portman really got know. cheated by her husband. <laughs> That's gossip. Yeah, and everyone's going to have an opinion about it, and that's mm-hmm. gossip. Yeah, but uh, some of this stuff isn't, you know, it's just people being idiots and it being captured in the news because people want to know because of who they are. Yeah, it, it's, mm-hmm. it was sad to read. That's I said. I don't watch the news. I'm a, I'm a big idiot when it comes to the news. And the only news I watch, I told you guys, is on Sunday morning, the TV show called Sunday Morning on CBS on Sundays at like... 9 a.m. or Eastern Standard Time, I think it comes on. And it's like two and a half hours of nothing but feel-good news. That's the only news I watch. Because this other yeah. stuff here, it's like, I'm dumb enough as it is. I don't need to get any dumber. I'm just <laughs> you sorry. Lost a few it's not about <laughs> smarts for me. It's about not wanting that stuff in my sphere of consciousness. Like, I... It's not healthy. To, it's like for me, I just don't even want to be thinking about all this dumb shit people are doing. Yeah, I don't even want it in my on my radar. I just don't have time for it. Like it's not worth thinking. And about. that's what it was. I felt so upset the fact that that was living in my head rent free <laughs> for about four hours today, thinking I can't believe someone tried to force their crew members to do that. I mean, we all know that that business. It's even though they've they've tried to talk about it a lot in the last few years since 2017, it's a very uh, entertainment. Yeah, the entertainment business is, is a very sad business. The things people have been known to do so that they can make it, you know, they can become famous is sad. And this has been known for decades, right? Um, now they're complaining about it, but it still happens. You know, hey, you, you hit the nail on the head earlier, though, with the old, with the with the movie star people monica you were talking about like you know Mm -hmm. you don't hear about any of the movie stars and maybe because they grew up and they just Mm -hmm. know how to manipulate them you know the paparazzi and they know how to manipulate the media Mm -hmm. but like like the george clooney's yeah he's pretty good about keeping his stuff tight you know right it's like maybe Mm -hmm. it's the older you only see him when he wants to be seen yeah Mm -hmm. so you know you get the with tom hanks's you know those those people they're they don't, you don't hear about them. I think it's because when you're a real movie star, you don't need that to become famous. You're famous from your work. You're right. Famous but maybe because, because you make these movies. But they're and older you don't and they need, know better. 
no, because there are some, when you're, I would say, when was the last time you heard about, let's say, let's see a, a young star that's like a movie star, right? Um, I would say Jennifer Lawrence mm-hmm. is a young movie star, right? They're not that many, but you don't hear about her reporting about all her stuff. I wouldn't know. I just think that the more famous you are, the less you need to worry about gossip to stay famous because your movies keep you famous. It's probably what I'm thinking. I don't know. I think it's difficult for stars to stay relevant. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, in between projects, mm-hmm. some people resort to unhealthy ways to stay relevant. Some people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, some movie stars do a lot of productive work or they'll do other things like podcasts or commercials mm-hmm. or, you know, who knows, whatever they do to stay relevant. And some people make a living out of knowing pop culture. I'm not obsessed with it, but I read up on pop culture. I don't click on all the articles. You know, I don't go and look for articles about, you know, especially like the ones that that you mentioned, Brian, like the one about Lizzo and the bananas. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wouldn't click on that article because it's just like you said, it's disturbing and it would just bother me. Um, Yeah. it Like, so I just like I'll browse mm-hmm. through my Instagram is that I don't look at TikTok because mm-hmm. I watch people look at TikTok and they get lost in a universe that mm-hmm. I feel like there's no escaping from. But even the smallest little stuff on Instagram, I think about how fast the world is going by mm-hmm. and how relevant something is for 10 minutes. And then it's a forgotten loop, mm-hmm. right? It just, it's just in, it's in the, it's in the cloud. It's mm-hmm. out there in the universe forever, mm-hmm. but it's completely irrelevant. And these people are constantly on there consuming their lives, consuming their days. I don't know if they're making money from it. I don't know what what's going on. But like it's a consuming world we live in. It's like when I watched like talk, we talked about this, that AI stuff is totally got to become real. And I read someplace that AIs are actually taking jobs away from people now mm-hmm. at Netflix, mm-hmm. at, you know, like Facebook, mm-hmm. all these things are because they're. People mm-hmm. like in a great, right? You're talking to someone that's intelligent. You're talking to something that gets you, you know, you don't have to pay. That's up 24 mm-hmm. seven and it's pulling jobs away from people. This mm-hmm. is scary. Mm-hmm. I ain't gossip. Today, that's fact. Yeah. I was reading today that, you know, like how they're having those strikes right now. I was reading and they're actually hiring for 900 K a year, an AI manager. Yes. It said on there, if you want to make money now, if you want to be relevant in your job, you better master the AI programs because hmm. that's that's where you're going to become most relevant. I need extra cash, so maybe I'll look into that. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> I'm safe up until the fact that an AI can come into my building and pick up a box and move it for me. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Unless we get like a Terminator type of shit happening or something. Yeah, but it's a scary world. This is a terrifying world. Could you imagine, like, our grandparents that, like, like seeing this world now, growing up and, like, being born in, like, the early 1900s, and then seeing what the world is like now and how fast it's changed in the last 20 years? It's creepy. Well, let me preface this by saying I agree with you about how scary the world is, but every generation says you that. You think? I like, agree. Mm-hmm. Yes, my grandparents said that when I was a little girl. This world is so crazy. It's so scary, you know, and every, my parents said it and then I say it, you know, it's like every generation. But was it like scary? Like, oh, like, oh, my, my horse threw a shoe. (laughs) That was the scary or was it? No, it was just different than they ever knew. When the horse transferred, transitioned into the car, the automobile, right? I guess maybe that's, yeah. 
I mean, I can't say why they said it. I think it could have been crime rates. It could have been a lot of different things, but it's just the world transitioned away from what they knew it as. And know? that's the way of the world. So that's that's how makes, it's going to keep. When we're 70 years old, the kids yeah. that, you know, the, the, the ones who are kids now will grow up and say, oh my God, what's happening to this world? And the kids, you know, be, you know, younger than them are going to be even crazier. And we're going to be like 70 something, 80 something with no teeth. Like, what the hell's wrong with these kids? <laughs> I'm already like that. There's a movie coming out with the, the kid that's the AIs, the, that, the war with the AIs. Anybody see that preview yet? Where the guy is Esau D? I don't remember the name of it. But the AI is like this, it's a human child, but with like AI, it's all computerized in the back. But the kid is like human. It's mm-hmm. so freaking crazy. Can you touch him? Yeah, he's, he's, he's a live kid, but he's a computer. Hmm. Like his brain is a computer and it basically say whoever, you know, ca- you know, has this child will win the war. The creator. The creator. Yeah. The previews look amazing. I can't wait to see it. It's creepy. When as is it coming fuck, out? Though. I don't know. D? Uh, I'll tell you in a second. Demetrius is our movie expert. <laughs> September 29th. Yeah. Can't okay. wait to see it. It's so cool. It's scary as fudge. You're right. AI is scary. but And you're right. It is taking away jobs already, especially from writers and people who, yeah. whose job has always been to cre- to be creative because AI is now going to be creating. Yeah. Yep. You could just tell that damn chat GPT, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me a story about a demon child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it gives you a whole friggin' story. Now, on the flip side, on the flip side of it, though, it's probably come up, come up with some really amazing stuff. Probably stuff that we can't even comprehend, right? It actually doesn't. And no, that. it's pretty basic in the grand scheme of things nah. like that? Because if you think about what you're asking it to do and what humans are capable of doing, it's not capable of doing what humans can do. So the shittiest movie, or the shittiest story that you ever heard an ai can't make that up oh okay it can only mm-hmm. mimic it mm-hmm. can't create i agree okay. yeah you're right so an, so an ai mimicked the first meg when i saw it because it was shitty as fuck <laughs> meg, did you see the second one i saw the second one then how was that oh one? my god it was horrible oh geez why'd you watch I, it if you know the first one because was terrible? I, I, i'll tell you why i read all the books and when I read the books, I was like, this is not a joke. These were serious books, right? Like the, as serious as they could be, right? There was some corniness in the books. Yes, absolutely. But putting this, whoever directed these movies was so campy. It, it was like Sharknado director. So yeah, it was hey, a little Those Sharknado movies made a lot of money. I, and so did this. I never watched it, but. For Christ's sakes, Barbie made us a lot of money. Barbie I mean, come on. It's a good movie though. I didn't see it. I don't know if I want to see it. It's fine. You don't need to. It's made a billion. It doesn't need your money anymore. No, I get that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to wait for the ABC uh-huh. after school special from the show it on TV with all the commercials. You know, I was just thinking about when we're talking about celebrities and I, I, you know how I always wonder about why people do things. I thought and you were going to say why Timothy Shalomar <laughs> isn't in your bed right now. I thought, I I thought you were going to say <laughs> Because he's, he's too young. Bro. Thirty years younger. Than I, you. I, I like to watch him. He's just—he's just way too young. Uh, why is it that human beings like to idolize other humans? And and I know not—I I know it's not all of us, obviously. Um, like Tess, I would say you're the exception. 
<laughs> well, I get tickled when I see them. You know, I, I, where do you get tickled at? <laughs> Brian, she's your cousin. Oh my god! I'm just asking the question. <laughs> oh God, we've said way worse uh, than that, Monica. <laughs> I'm not asking. Um, no, I, because I find like if their work is relevant and you appreciate what they do, you're gonna have a positive mm-hmm. opinion of them. But I don't like, and I follow a bunch of celebrities on Instagram. I do. So if I didn't have any, you know. I don't know if it's just because they're good looking. <laughs> it's probably that it. That doesn't hurt. It might, you just right? like to look at them. It's not because I'm like so interested in the insights of their li- the insides of their lives. I'm like not interested in that celebrity gossip because I think a lot of it's bullshit and made up anyway. But I I like what they do and like when I we talked about this before. When I see somebody in something and I really like them, I have to go watch interviews with them to see what they're really mm-hmm. like. Because I'm curious who that person is. And I remember, Brian, you going, I don't fucking do yeah, that. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, you don't want to know I who they give are. two shits. <laughs> so I guess, Monica, it's not that I, I don't idolize them. But I, it's not that I'm not interested at all. It just depends. But I do Sometimes think I human beings in general like to have idols. People that they put on pedestals and they idolize. They, they, it's just a natural tendency for humans to do. People do that for the wrong mm-hmm. reasons sometimes. Let's just say. Like, in other words, if somebody inspires mm-hmm. you, that's a reason to have an idol. You know, somebody motivates you or you look up to them for something, mm-hmm. that's a reason to have an idol. But to idolize somebody just because they're famous or make a lot of money or well-loved by the media or... I just wonder why, as humans, people like to idolize. I idolize Asa Akira. <laughs> she is a wonderful... And that's a looks she's thing. She's a wonderful, <laughs> giving human being. Oh, it's not a looks thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe just maybe, she's giving up maybe, her beauty. Maybe just a little. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, hey, look, I follow Henry not because of you know any of who he is. I follow him because of you're his waiting looks. for him to fly through your window, aren't you, at night? <laughs> a topic for future discussion, I think, is um, why do humans need beauty in people? Why is it that beautiful people get treated better? That's a huge yeah, topic. Right? But like, what what is it about um, beauty that humans need to? Like why do they like well, to why do they like to treat beautiful people differently? I get it. Because the question is, what if you put kids, newborn babies on a deserted island around each other that didn't have media and people telling them what's beautiful and what's considered not beautiful, right? Like what if they just grew up together? It's I was just gonna say the same thing. It's very um society's telling Right. It's story. like racism, right? It's it's a taught thing. It's it's very conditioned we're very conditioned it's what the kids grow up seeing Mm -hmm. and what's normal to them you don't pick your friends based on looks when you're young you don't yeah when you're a kid you're right when you're a kid you're just picking people that like to play kickball with you when you're a kid in middle school it starts to change people make you feel like you belong people you have something in common with you have fun with you know that's what you do when you're young but when you get older, start getting more conditioned. So anyway, that's just a, a separate topic. I just thought about it, like beauty. Yeah, that's a good topic. Well, don't forget about it. Anybody got any closing thoughts? Well, I will say my closing thoughts are to tell everybody: stop following celebrities. Let them phase out and just do what they have to do. Do what they have to do on in the movies and walk away. You don't need to know their names outside of their characters. Okay. But they represent a different life. I agree. And you're not going to attain that life. 99.9% of us are not going to attain that life. So why? Why follow it? I would say the same thing in terms of stop idolizing celebrities. One of the things I 
my pet peeves is like when let's say a celebrity posts something anywhere and if you look at the comments you just see like I don't even know thousands and thousands of thousands comments. We love you. You're beautiful. You look so beautiful. Oh, you're great. Oh, like, I'm like, really? Just stop it. The only way right. for that to happen is for people to be more interested in their own lives. Yes, that's perfect. Okay. I changed my closing thoughts, Tess. I'm changing my closing thoughts. Be more interested in your own life. That's perfect, yeah. Tess. Mm -hmm. You should put that good, up. Good, Tess. Put a sign up. I would just say it's okay to be ordinary. That's my closing thought. It's okay to be ordinary. That's fair. That article you just sent us is exactly what I yeah. said. It's like, it's fantasy. People want to be, they want to look inside their world, right? It's the exaggerated version of being interested in what your neighbor's doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. I'm only interested when my neighbors are doing it at night when the windows are accidentally left open and I have a telescope. That <laughs> Yeah, I would agree with you there. Oh, no, I will not look in that. I cannot do that. I would no. agree with you there, Brian. That's the only thing I'm interested in. Oh, you guys would look in? Oh, oh my, my God. God, in a heartbeat. You no, wouldn't? No, no. Hey, if somebody's putting it out there, they want to be seen. I have a story about this, guys. I'm listening. I want you to finish the show, though. No. Finish the, finish the I episode. I want you to start it right now. <laughs> Wait, no. Seriously, though. I, if somebody, Okay, I'm not necessarily talking about window peeping. But if somebody is doing stuff in the open... They oh, no, I'm going to window peep. If my neighbor is fucking somebody, I'm going to look <laughs> at them. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go, M, M, check this out, check this out. I'm totally going to do that. 100%. And M's going to be like, Brian, no, get over exactly. here. Exactly. And I'm going to tell them, go in the other room. Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> Celebrity worship syndrome. They call it a syndrome. I want to hear Demetrius' story. It's interesting. <laughs> Let me hear your story. Come on. It was either Saturday or Friday morning. By the time I get up, it's usually dark out. And one day I was walking by my kitchen window and I looked out. I don't ever look out my window. I never look out my window. But for some reason, I looked out my window. I was just opening the blinds just to see if it was, you know, still raining or some shit. And I looked and across the way, I saw what I thought was flesh moving through the blinds. So I was like, what the hell am I looking at? But you kept looking, right? I had to keep looking. Yes. I had to figure out what I was looking at. And what I think I was looking at was somebody working out naked. Oh. 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 <laughs> okay. <That's> right. <laughs> <laughs> the sausage lift? Yeah. <laughs> it was a woman. Oh. So I was just like, I think that's what I'm seeing. I but don't I know can't. how people do that. It went on for a good 10 minutes. I had to go to work. So I was like, you know what? I got to get out of here. <laughs> I don't know how people do that because, like, things are slapping together right. and you're sweating. Like, how do they work out naked? You need something to absorb. Yep. I was thinking know. about the boobs flying everywhere. I'm thinking about doing push-ups with a penis that's hitting the rug with all the dust mites on it. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Around. If I get some kind of dust mite up my pee hole and it creates a problem, that's not going to be good. Don't <laughs> Clean your floors. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my funny. God. Put an exercise mat down or something. I mean, I have done, like, exercise, like, not not decent. Like, I wouldn't want my kid to walk in. But, like, 
but not completely naked. I mean, your underwear, at least your underwear and your bra. I'm sure, yeah, your kid's going to want to walk in on you with a G-string on doing deep knee bends. Not know. G-string. No, but, like, I've done yoga without a bra. And, you know, I'm <laughs> me without a bra is kind of obvious. So I've done that kind of thing. Or, you know, like, underwear. You know, I've done underwear working out. Not G-string, but. Girls got to wear something. If you do, like, something close to the floor, you could stick to it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Talking about splits? <laughs> During the splits. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm actually thinking you leave a wet uh, spot or something. Well, how aroused are we when we're working out? I mean, come on. <laughs> Not very. Well, I did. You know, it's funny you guys are bringing this up. I don't know what's happening right now. But I did see a video of a woman uh, just talking about having a an orgasm while working out. Oh, which is a real thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like okay. she was just like based on what? Did they explain that at all? It's uh, it's something to do with uh, like it's a real phenomenon that it doesn't like nobody's asking for this. Like it just happened. Agreed. Because there was a guy I knew growing up, and he used to be a workoutaholic and everything, and he would say. I'm not going to lie. There's times where he's laying on the bench and he's doing them reverse curls for your hamstrings. And he's like, I'm grinding and I wind up having an orgasm. <laughs> and I'm like, I would never want to use the bench after you. <laughs> but it's true. It's absolutely true. People do have orgasms. I had mine climbing a rope in gym class for crying out loud. That's working out. <laughs> wow. Just saying. I don't think I've ever had an experience like that. A new change of my final thoughts. <laughs> oh, jeez, Brian. You're Wor evolving. Uh, worry okay. more about yourself and putting clothes on while you exercise. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I'm walking my dog and I see people, you know, people have their, their uh, living room window or their front windows mm -hmm. open. I actually just look in, not because I want to see people, but because I want to see how their house is decorated. <laughs> Because oh, I want to get ideas like what I could do in my house. I'm like, oh, I like what the, I like what they did there. I could do that in my place. <laughs> See, I don't think of it as peeping. If you keep everything wide open, that's just that's television. Yeah, I don't ever know why I'm looking, but if a window's open, our eyes are just drawn to it, aren't they? Yep. Like even if you don't necessarily know what you're looking for, I always like to look in, at furniture and how people decorate their house. Yeah. No matter what room it is, I'm always looking for how they decorate it. I know. It's corny. Monica, you, you need to go get some. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, are you taking us out, Brian? I would like to uh, thank all your listeners out there for listening to Two and a Half Chicks again. And to our 34 listeners, we appreciate it. And we hope to uh, see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks to our producer, D for all he does to make Two and a Half Chicks possible. And thanks to you for tuning in today to our discussion about why we are so intrigued by celebrities. The subject is sure to bring about some strong opinions. What do you have to add? You know we're always calling out for you to come tell us what you think, good or bad. You can reach us on email at 2.5chickspod at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at 2.5chicks. Make sure you're subscribed to our podcast so you never miss an episode. And we'll be back really soon.